You're listening to What a Millennial Girl Wants. Hella fine but maybe we can figure it out together. I'm your host, Ardea. Let's get into it. Before we get into today's episode, I just really need to share some cool news with you guys. Um, try not to get jealous, but I'm going to see Ja Rule in concert. <laughs> I am so excited, y'all. Um, and before you try to come for Ja, before you try to come for him, okay, let's not act like he wasn't ruling the airwaves in the early 2000s, okay? J-Lo who? Ashanti where? Little Mo, huh? Listen, don't act like our boy wasn't supplying the bangers. I'm living my millennial girl dreams right now, and I will be sure to report back on how crazy it ends up being. It's either going to be amazing or awful but I'll let y'all know, okay? (laughs) Before we begin with the shenanigans, y'all already know the drill, it's cocktail time. Today's cocktail will definitely have you out here thinking you're a mixologist. Bring this to the Christmas party, girls night, boys night, whatever, and people will definitely be impressed. But honestly, it just sounds hard, but it's super easy. All right, so today we're drinking a blueberry thyme gin smash say that 10 times fast. (laughs) The gin makes it super refreshing and you get to make your own blueberry thyme syrup, which is so easy. There's a little club soda in there. Hi, hello, sign me up, but y'all already know. You have to head over to at what a millennial girl wants on Instagram and find the recipe there. Whip it up, enjoy, and let me know how you like it. All right, y'all. I may have mentioned that I have a short attention span, so naturally, I don't really watch too much TV. I just can't sit still. I mean, I love me some Law & Order SVU with Zaddy Stabler, aka Christopher Maloney, but that is totally different. Uh, the best part about that show is iced tea and minimal character development. You can literally watch three minutes of the whole show and understand somebody's either getting away with it or they're going to jail. That's it. But since COVID literally stopped the world and I can only listen to so much Usher and Tony and read so many books, y'all should see my collection. It's ridiculous. Um, I've been trying really hard to get into different shows. So I recently binged 911 Lone Star and I couldn't believe Rob Lowe was out here looking all fine as a firefighter. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, that's a show you need to watch by yourself. I also hardcore binged Nancy Drew on the CW and everyone on the CW network is hot. So, I mean, it's just, it's nice eye candy, but I really wanted to challenge myself and I've been trying to get into documentaries. So y'all should know, I love scary movies. I'm all over the place right now, but I love scary movies like Spook Me Baby, that's what I want. But there is something about documentaries that make me like wanna puke. Um, Real life events really creep me out. Um, I remember last Christmas or the one before watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Hulu with my family and I had nightmares for a week. (laughs) Something about that story just really spooked me. Like put on The Conjuring or Candyman, I'm Gucci, but like that real life shit y'all, it's just, it's too much. Anyway, I recently watched this documentary on HBO called Fake Famous. It's not scary or anything, but I highly recommend 10 out of 10. Y'all need to watch it and we need to chat. 
I'm not giving any spoilers away, but I'm just gonna set up the concept so y'all can head over and watch it. So this documentary follows like the idea of instant fame and everything that goes on behind the scenes. So they have this casting call and they're basically like, do you wanna be famous? So obviously a couple thousand people show up because everybody wants to be famous. So they narrow it down to three people who have like, I don't know, around a thousand followers and they start this social experiment. Basically, there's a team of people behind the three people that were chosen who are trying to convince people on social media that these three people are somewhat, air quotes, famous or at least influencers and like live this lavish life. Y'all, I didn't know that you could literally, I mean, literally fake it till you make it like that. Um, It was wild. They're buying like fake bots and doing these elaborate photo shoots that are really just like made to look like they've been to these places, but they've never really been there. Like every day they did a different shoot, like pretending that they have bottle service at the pool or a trip to the spa. Um, one was like a Christmas idea where they're at a cabin. Y'all, I was shook. They were just in somebody's backyard. So they do all this with like store-bought things and they make it look like they're in these places. Like for the spa shoot, like I'm not gonna lie, I thought this was really dope. But for the spa shoot, they bought a kiddie pool and filled it with roses and just had someone's hand in the photo placing cucumbers over the girl's eyes like that's some dope shit and I guess when they do this and they're tagging the places you know pretending to be there if the place notices you because you know you have a following you actually get to like go and experience the place for real or like a rivalry spa is like hey I see this and then they invite you to visit their place like this is bananas Anyway, the dude behind everything also uh, buys the three contestants, followers, and bots who comment on things. And I was just floored watching this documentary. But it was super interesting because all three people went down different paths and had different thoughts on the experience. I will not spoil that for you, but you should totally check it out. But I was shook. Um, I was shook because, I, again, you guys, I'm so naive to all this um social media bullshit so it got me thinking you know about how much goes into this idea of perfection and trying to convince people everything is all good um I'm going to be very very transparent I have been just so critical of myself and I've kind of sucked the fun out of this and I'm really frustrated with that I'm a total perfectionist and you wouldn't believe how long I've spent recording and re-recording content because I think I sound like this or that or it doesn't seamlessly line up with something I may have recorded prior like to be honest during the second episode I lost my voice from recording so much and it really wasn't feeling fun and there was a point where I started crying y'all I'm a very sensitive baby okay um I started crying in between takes because I was just feeling all this pressure and like I would cry and then you know get it together and then I'd hit record and perk up and if I'm going to keep it real with y'all that outro on the last episode was recorded between me crying um I don't want to do that I do not want to fall into this pit of like faking shit because that is not real and that is exhausting uh but I realized all this pressure came from one 
all the awesome feedback and trying to keep up the good work and to never even allowing myself to start at the bottom. When I was researching to begin this podcast, I was going back and forth on if I needed a mic, if I needed headphones, if I should use free mixing software or should I pay for it? And I just kept saying, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go hard, you know, I'm going to put my all into it. And if I do say so myself, I think I came out the gates swinging, okay? The audio was on point and my infographics and messaging and whole concept over on Instagram was on point. And sometimes I could really like kick myself for not allowing that to grow organically because I really did set the bar so high and I feel like I need to maintain that. And the wild part is I did it to myself. Um, just this idea that I have to keep up, um, which is something we kind of talked about in the last episode. So like, what am I doing? But it's definitely because I, I thought like, oh, will anyone listen or comment if this sucks? Like, will y'all just be kind because you may know me and you're like, look, that podcast sucks, but I'm gonna tell her it's okay. Like <laughs> it just really starts to mess with you because you want to be liked. Um, On top of dealing with being a perfectionist, I received a bit of, um, air quotes, constructive criticism. It's a whole story. Um, Honestly, I didn't even really want it, but it totally set me in a tizzy. Um, I'll be honest, I started questioning like this brand that I've built and the ideas that I had. And I kind of spiraled into this like thought process of like, I'm not good enough and maybe I should just quit. Who cares what I have to say? And I mean, y'all, it was a ride and I did not enjoy it because All I want this to be is me having a cocktail and just talking. That's obviously not how easy it is. There's a lot of thought that goes into these ideas and, you know, what I want to say. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I type out notes. They're like 10 to 15 pages long and I type them the way I would talk. So it's hard. And like I've said before, we consume so much content and I feel like if we aren't hooked in the first 10 seconds we just dip the fuck out and it's really wild and I can be honest and say I really enjoy a perfectly curated feed like it's nicely you know organized but all that work that goes into it is just it's not sustainable for me um and honestly no one is behind the scenes with you um unless you have a team of people doing this but like your audience doesn't get to really see what goes on behind the scenes even your behind the scenes content is curated and perfectly packaged and um No one really knows that you're up all night obsessing over the quality of something and you're trying to figure out if you should reshoot or re-record or whatever. And it's wild because all we see is the finished product and what's that, maybe 30 seconds of engagement. And I'll be very honest to say I grappled uh, with perfection the most when it came to my wedding. Um, First, I need y'all to know that I didn't even want a wedding. I wanted to elope, but my husband was hell bent on having having a wedding wedding like a for real wedding that is a different story (laughs) anyway I remember when he proposed to me and I was very 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 overweight um that's just facts um 
and I refused to like take any pictures that day and I really could kick myself in the ass um but I didn't like the way I looked I was really embarrassed and I was like I don't want any pictures of this moment so now my engagement story is just all memories and that's kind of a bummer um but I remember when it came to our wedding we wanted a specific date meaning we'd have to get married within the year and I was super stressed about how I looked and I've always struggled with my weight um I've either been too thin or too big and I'm saying that in the sense of I'm 5'1 so like this is just science at my heaviest I was almost 200 pounds and that was a lot of pain on my joints and my back my frame is just not built to carry all that it just it just wasn't working so I remember just freaking out and realizing I needed professional help and I got a dietitian and I worked my ass off and I lost over 40 pounds y'all I was taking two to three bar classes a day and I cut down, you know, on the libations. It was so boring, okay? It was so boring. Like, I can't live off a of seltzer. I don't know how y'all do it. But I was eating super clean and everything was great and I looked like a total knockout at my wedding. Like, it was amazing. Um, and then we moved to Charlotte and we're having a blast because we're in a new city and we're eating and we're having fun and then COVID hits and I think the combination of enjoying our new city for the first few months before COVID and then being in lockdown and really not enjoying working out from home because that's a whole different mindset right I prefer a studio experience but through all that I gained some weight which is totally okay but somewhere deep in my brain um I'm starting to like refuse to post pictures on Instagram and I'm constantly stressing because it doesn't align with the narrative that I've already created right and I wanted to launch this podcast and I have a couple other projects that I'm working on but I really wanted people to see the person behind the mic and get a glimpse into who I really am which would require me to take pictures of me and what I do and you know I have a crazy wild t-shirt collection that's a big part of who I am but I'm feeling so discouraged at times because I don't feel like I can keep up with those who do have the skill set to make their pages perfect packaged and pretty and I'm trying to find my space in place and I really had to take a step back uh after watching that documentary I was like wait hold on <laughs> like all these comparisons that I'm making all of this self-doubt that I'm experiencing is for what because I'm comparing myself to things that aren't even real um that was the wild thing with watching the behind the scenes of how they were making these people look like influencers and like they had access to all this luxury and all these things that the normal person doesn't. And you know, before recording this episode, I had watched a quick status update video of the three people that they chose for the experiment. And the director was like, you know, after everything we showed, so many people hit me up asking if they should buy fake followers. And he was like, that is not the point of this at all. Like you're taking the wrong thing away from this experiment. And that also really spoke volumes to me too, because we're okay with perpetuating the idea that like this is all fake I mean that's so strange to buy fake followers and have fake comments because you're not interacting with a real person it's an illusion it's so weird <laughs>
It's so strange, uh, but almost natural to make comparisons and feel like we have to be perfect. Um, we feel like we can only show the good, or at least I feel like I can only show the good. And, you know, if I do show the struggle or the difficulties that, you know, I'm facing, it might feel like people think I'm attention seeking or I'm trying to capitalize off like, you know, this transparency slash real movement. And it feels like you can't win. Um, personally, I love a good story of true success. I enjoy following people's journey from when they just started out to where they are now. I like seeing the improvements and being reminded that no one starts out having all their shit together. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I had some editing issues in my last episode and most of you probably didn't even really pick up on it the way I did, but I just kept playing it on repeat and beating myself up and I was very upset and almost embarrassed and I was like, why? I mean, I'm just learning all this stuff on the fly and I feel like, especially in our generation, we don't give ourselves enough credit for just taking the time to learn new things and grow. Um, I'm doing this podcast on top of working full time and trying to be present, you know, with my husband and my fur babes and like everything else that's going on and it's a lot. But you know, through this experience, I'm definitely realizing I have to remind myself every day how dope I am. You know, like I'm trying and I'm a work in progress and that's totally okay. Also, what I'm about to say is probably going to sound a little corny, but just bear with me. I know in the last episode, I made a little joke about going to listen to Boys to Men. Um, I love them. I listen to Let It Snow at least 30 times a week. I don't care if it's a Christmas pop. It feels like an all year jam. Anyway, I sat down to watch something new on Netflix called This Is Pop. And the first episode is about Boys to Men and kind of how they really just capitalized that boy band arena in space and how like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all them would be non-existent if it wasn't for Boys to Men. But they were talking about how they were catapulted to this fame and this success and then that was all taken from them and they really had to sit down and decide do I want to do this again and I was just so inspired by their journey of like starting over and just everything that they like went through. It was just really vibey to me and really cool and some of the things that they were saying really applied to how I feel about navigating this new space and trying to be a little podcaster and you know get myself out there and it was just really inspirational and then I got really excited and ended up buying some tickets so I guess I'm gonna go see them on Labor Day weekend that's cool but (laughs) I just wanted to share that because it kind of felt like a full circle moment and it's corny but y'all love it okay All right, y'all, it looks like we've come to the end of the road. Yes, Boys the Men is still on my mind. You already know what song I'm going to be screaming at the concert. (laughs) But as always, I want to hear from you. What did you think about today's episode? Do you ever have these thoughts? Do you ever feel like this? Have you ever grappled with the idea of being a perfectionist, whether you do it on purpose or not? I want to hear from you head over to at what a millennial girl wants drop a comment or two let me know what you think before i scoot out you already know it's time for the song of the day so 
today i went real old school real vibey um this is kind of one of my favorites to just listen to when i feel like i need to snap out of it so today's song is you gotta be by desiree you should know it you've probably heard it even if you don't know it by name it's just a real banger it just makes you feel good like she's gassing you up so enjoy your blueberry gin time smash and i can't wait to do this again y'all Catch you on the flip side. Bye.